Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. We had a guess, but then we didn't. So, hey, hang out with me and Tom. Happy Sunday. What's up? It's Miggy420. And, of course, my co-host, Tom. Hey, I'm trying to find our guest in the metaverse. Oh, my God. I don't see him, but hang on a second. Let me, let me uh, shoot things first. Um, no, he's not here. Oh, damn it. Well, yeah, we had a guest so that we could talk all about the life cycle of cannabis from start to finish. It was going to be Cannabis Cultivation 101, how to grow it. And Lee Spivey tried to get on my show repeatedly, and he um, and he uh, did not show up. And so uh, he's not going to be able to get on the show again. Well, you know, and, 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 I mean, whatever. But, like, let's talk about those still because, I mean, I was contemplating, like, how I was going to uh, come at this conversation um, because, uh, you know, we had a week to think about it, but, uh, mm-hmm. first off outdoor, let's say it was outdoor grow. Right. And cause I'm, I'm, I'm coming up to a time where I should be tending my garden if I wanted to, uh, do something. Because, yeah. Well, I would get the ground ready, you know, toil the soil. Um, what's this? Or oh, no, it's a, hey, t- tell the story about that. We'll get to that question after the yeah, anecdote yeah. of the week of the day. Well, just saying, like you know, for 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 her growing, you know, from from seed to 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 plant, you know, to bud, uh, you, there's a lot of things to consider, and, you know, especially like time frame of the year where you're located at here in the Northwest. Um, I have two months to like get my garden, my dirt ready, you know, uh, take all the weeds out, take everything, you know, that I think, you know, uh, mix in any mulch or stuff that I want to put in there, feed, dirt, poop, whatever it is, you know, that you how you do your garden. And that's a great thing about like growing is everybody has their own like special recipe when it comes to the dirt. They do, <laughs> you know? except for the hydro guys or the aquaponics guys. They don't have a recipe when it comes to dirt. The aquaponics guys and the hydro guys do have recipes when it comes to what's in their water. Um, so anyway, we did have a question about Illinois. Are there any caregivers in Illinois? No. Uh, my wife won't let me grow anymore because the wonderful dank outdoors at Lovely. Caress my nose. She is a barbarian. Well, get a different wife. 
That's horrible. I mean, that sucks, dude. Uh, but also, the money you save, you should recognize that. I mean, you're... Well, not only that, you know, then you know what's going in your medicine as well. And then, of course, you can have a supply. And so I have to get those Willie Nelson seeds, man. I have to. Um, I don't have well, enough Willie Nelson in my life. You know, but they, when you bring that statement up about, like, what you know, so you know what's inside your medicine. I mean, that's a huge part of growing, right? So the nutrients, the the, the soil, the... Mm -hmm. uh, the dirt, the beginnings, right? And then you have uh, pH balances that you you tend to. The thing about growing, I, I think, is the hard part is uh, you, you got to tend to it. Like, you know, you got to give it love and notice mm -hmm. it every day, in my opinion. You do. You got to strip off leaves. You got to watch the lights. You got to watch the EC. You got to watch the inputs and the outputs. Watch bugs. And, of course, if you guys want to send us any inputs, go ahead. Uh, you can tag me at Cannabis Industry Lawyer and just DM me some weed shots because then we can turn those into our Name That Strain that we like to play here. Uh, we weren't going to have a Name That Strain because we were supposed to have a guest to go over all the aspects of cultivating cannabis. Didn't turn out that way. But, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. But I'm just, like, such a novice. I've, like, maybe got, like, three runs, four runs under my belt. That's it. Like, in a tent in a house. It's not a commercial grower, you know? Well, even for my own, it's all been uh, home grow, backyard. Sometimes I've I had time where I can give it love and intention. Other times I'm fingers crossed. Let's see what this thing comes out. And it turns out to be hemp or, or he's decent. You know, sometimes that happens. Oh, right now in my garden, I have a mystery. I have bag seed. And so should you grow bag seed? Yes. Uh, 100%. You know, and that's some of the stuff has to have been uh, there because one of the nugs, that we got from a dispensary had a seed in it and we popped those. And so that's where one of them came from. The other one, I have no idea. Uh, well, probably another bag of seed though, from somebody that had seed out there in their, in their stuff. That's another thing that you talk about part of growing. So when you say pop, you know, most people don't realize like that just means germinate. So, yeah. uh, you know, we got to see the soil ready. We got, cause this is all about an outdoor, outdoor grow for me, you know, for it, you gotta do that physical prep of just the dirt. And, and if you're going to do yeah. outside, and then the germination part is inside for what? Uh, would you say two weeks, three weeks? How long do you think until you it see depends. results of a pop? It depends uh, on like what method you're using and how types. How much are you really getting those roots to just explode? Uh, and there's all sorts of secrets and tricks and and uh, inputs that they can put into the plant for it. I don't know all that much about it, uh, mostly because the cultivation that's commercial is still in the future. We're Pretty close to being done with our capital raise, uh, hopefully well, by what, the end of this month. I would imagine that's an industrial type use as far as like how you would pop industrial seeds. But like, or because so, like, you're doing multiple, like a couple hundred at once, you're, you're trying to go. Oh, yeah, you pheno hunt. And so they're, yeah. they're, the guys want to get, you know, in their R&D room to be researching new stock that could go into production. But then you have to, that takes time. Like it takes time to get a uh, seed into a production because then you have to like find that right one pop a whole bunch of them and then find the one that you like the best that also worked the best under your conditions and then you can mom that out and turn it into a clone that you can put into production but that takes time you know well and this is on the industrial use if you're if you're talking like a home grow you know i have like three or four seeds i actually do have some that i don't know where they came from i don't know their origin stories but what i will do um i will get a little small area in the backyard area and i will try and tend to like a couple but what I, first of all i'll do like you say pop i will first put them in paper towels in moistened paper towels on two sandwich paper plates so it's dark in there and then put it in the cover and, and fingers crossed that those things pop they usually do. That's when I screw them up after that. After they've popped, I've, I've screwed up all sorts of seeds. 
the ones that I have in production right now uh, down in my home grow, uh, they were popped way too cold. And so they, they were dwarfs. And then also, I don't think the mycorrhizal um, you know, fungus in the soil was correct. Uh, but they're fine. I mean, it looks like I'm probably going to get four ounces out of one and maybe about two or three out of another. Well, even when you, after, just because you popped them doesn't mean they're, you're guaranteed a plant. Because I've, like you said, you know, done horrible things to them. I've drowned them. You can overwater the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that's, that's one of those new bills that's going in Illinois. Somebody's commenting in our, in our comment room. Yeah. HB 4799. Here's the secret though. Uh, it's an election year in Illinois. And so if these bills don't move by May 1st, they ain't gonna. Because then, you know, the, usually the legislature in Illinois adjourns in uh, mid to late June. But in an election year, they try to get out of there by Easter or like May 1st, because then they got to go be like, hey, it's good to see you. Did you get that check? OK, don't forget to give me that check. Well, and that's the thing, just because something gets uh, initiated or created, you know, the whole parliamentary process, you know, this thing could die in committee. We stuck in committee. Our homegrown bill stuck in committee after three years. Homegrown <laughs> bill stuck in committee. It's been three years. Yeah, well, our art stuff isn't that bad, but uh, it's still difficult to try to find uh, capital as a social equity business. You know, when you are looking to raise money and you are on a short deadline, how do you get that done? Uh, there's something that we're going to be doing on the channel, on the, the YouTube stuff that I have off site, you know, for CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. On the 24th of this month, we're going to be doing a one of our first, it is actually our first workshop. Uh, through the mastermind program. So it's free for mastermind members, but um, this workshop is going to be focused on how to fund your cannabis grow or manufacture through what they call a syndication deal. Uh, And what is a syndication deal? Go check it out. And then uh, we'll talk all about it. But that's probably what we're going to be using for getting our craft grow stood up. It's all that sexy business talk. And if you like sexy Mm -hmm. business talk, you should like and subscribe for more Mm -hmm. That intuitive for more sexy business talk, like and subscribes. <laughs> but you know, that's kind of why we're here to help change the process and, and, and educate. Speaking of, you know, uh, and as growing too, but uh, you know, the, what's up with uh, uh, the, the, the Safe Banking Act bill passing again? Oh, Safe Banking Act. So, uh, in wait, no, we should do a bumper on that one. Oh, yeah, there you go. Why don't you go ahead? I'll, I'll do a bumper. You get some screens to share because it I looks it. like one of the things that we have to do today is memes because what happened today was one of these dealies hi i'm tom and if you're tuning in to cannabis legalization news to see how to grow cannabis from start to finish with our guest leave spivey he didn't make it uh and so he got a shot to come on you know we made a freaking thumbnail and everything but oh well uh so did you get the thing uh sent up okay great house again passes Pearl Mutter's Safe Baking Act, Pearl a broader Mutter. measure. I believe Pearl Mutter is out of Colorado, or he might be out of Washington State or Oregon. So uh, check and see where Representative Pearl Mutter's from. But he is retiring, and he is making it his mission, his raison d'etre, if he was French, uh, to pass the Safe Banking Act this year. Will it get done? I really hope so, because after we get our, after we do the syndication deal and get our craft grow built out, and then refinance it into uh, a long-term commercial mortgage. Welp, uh, that commercial mortgage is going to have a substantially higher interest rate than it otherwise would if Safe Banking Act passed. 
uh, it would really help everybody in the industry, not just the MSOs. Yes, it'll help the MSOs, but it'll help the 7,000 license holders in Oklahoma and the 10,000 license holders in California and Oregon and Washington State. There's thousands of mom and pops. The MSO style of legalization really only exists east of the Mississippi. Well, in any state, you know, it takes a lot of money except for Oklahoma to get involved. But um, well, no, it still costs. I mean, like, think about it. If you're trying to do a budget on a shoestring and bootstrap, that's okay. Um, But then you get to a point where, you know, you, you really need access to capital to be able to grow bigger. Or if you're building one of these farms, these these uh, beautiful greenhouses that are completely uh, enclosed in an enclosed greenhouse to sealed, uh, those are tens of millions of dollars, you know, tens of millions. And, and that really is why safe banking is so darn important, because you'd be able to access credit markets and you really would then just need to have your guys get together in your team and see what your personal financial statements say you're actually worth. And then you throw in uh, and then, of course, you, you build it. You refinance it, you use the cannabis money to pay it off and then buy the real estate because the real estate's really important in your cannabis business. I think most people don't realize, you know, and, and, and as a, I kind of equate always everything to like gambling or mm-hmm. a system of like uh, structured, there's always a way to do things. And the cannabis industry at this point, to be involved is gamified, right? Like you do need that to build credit. If, if same banking were to pass, it'd be one of those things where now, more common people, more, more smaller, you know, uh, you have, it. it's easier. You have access to credit markets yeah. more easily, and then also you have uh, the ability to um, not get juiced interest rates. You're still going to get juiced because you're in cannabis. And so they have the actual green right. premium that they put on you. Uh, but also you'd be able to, you know, um, get more than just treasury services. You might not have to pay $1,500 a month just to have a bank account because you're no longer a tier one MRB. Uh, safe banking would really make a lot of difference. And let's hope it passes. You know, what's crazy to think about how like anybody in the cannabis industry is villainized because of the, you know, the surcharges that, that are racked up with it. It's just crazy because what's, what's happening is the, because the plant is still scheduled one, you know, you're paying high, interest rate over this bullshit fear mongering that you're going to get rated or your product or how many how many times have those pot shops been robbed we've done so many stories about uh, and then it's just not it's not just the pot shops getting robbed sometimes it's the legitimate officers having their cash confiscated by law enforcement when they travel from missouri's operations to colorado's operations well, it is. I mean, yeah, I understand that part. It's just for me when I see it, like here in Washington State, it, it, there was like this evolution to cannabis is uh, standing in society. You know, here uh, first it was all medical; it was a medical market, and then uh, uh, about 2011 to 2013, um, the raids, uh, you know, picked up, and there was a lot of uh, you know questioning authority and just trying to cover your ass as far as like when you go to a dispensary and not get like. Mm-hmm. Uh, involved in a raid, you don't want to get caught up, you know. And, right. and then as it evolved slowly to the recreation that we have, um, it's a mundane thing, kind of like Hempfest. You know, we showed up and I was like, Look, dude, 200,000 people just smoking weed is really much to do about nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a Saturday, so Tuesday night, or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, feeling good but on a Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it, the fact that 
it's so divided. You know, we are divided as a nation as far as this one law goes, this one plant. It's crazy and, and cool to see. Uh, did you see this uh, marijuana, uh, Virginia Mercury? Marijuana is still legal to sell in Virginia, but it's not stopping retailers, including a senator. Oh, wow. One of the Virginia senators is yes. actually casting in on that. That's hilarious. But anyway, and breaking, shout out to- uh, Shout out to all these members. I mean, the members are really the only thing that make money on this channel. This is just marketing for my company. But digital revolutions it should be a human right. We have neurons and it's neuroprotectorant. And then he cites this patent, 6635507. Uh-huh. And then shout out to Nabinaga Splifton. That's clearly a made up name. But uh, another member. It might be a real name, dude, from India. Well, the beginning of this. Oh, yeah. Mr. But, uh, Splifton. Uh, oh, Splifton. Yeah. Nabinaga. Spliffington? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just think it's funny here in Virginia where they're doing this because the gray market exists, right? They still don't care about goddamn uh, copyright laws. I mean, look at this. And a center's involved in this. Yeah. Uh, a cereal, cereal-infused bar with THC purchased from a cannabis dispensary co-owned by Senator Louise uh, Lucas. Hmm. So the dispensary was issuing these out or selling those infusedness. But the F's given when you have a gray market you know, and, and you have your local authority behind you, the fear of the Fed is not there. You know, that's right. the thing is first you fear the Fed, but as long as your local community is involved, you know, local law enforcement supports mm-hmm. it, you know, because there's nothing bad that happens with legalization. You know? Oh, yeah. Right. Wow. Well, it's still, like, I mean, when you, when you have possession limits, when you have all sorts of things that it's just not, it's not really legal. You know, it's this quasi thing where it's regulated, it's highly regulated, you know? I just want it as legal as alcohol. So it's basically socially accepted, given away at parties. Um, people do stupid things on it, but people do stupid things on pure air. No, I get it. I mean, like, that's like the other day when we we were on and I was a little, you know, spaced out for a minute. But like that versus alcohol, if I was drinking too much at the time, you don't recover from that right away. You know, alcohol takes about an hour to metabolize a, a drink. Yeah. But then, once you're already intoxicated, the the effects of getting rid of past that point is still quite a long time. Opposed to like it's more like an edible. cannabis, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's more like an edible then, yeah, because it has to evacuate your body in a different method than if you just inhaled it and it's in your bloodstream. Yeah. So somebody uh, from Central Illinois here, Sam Quick. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm I'm all over Central Illinois events, but there just haven't been any because Corona. It just never goes away, you know. There was actually one like eight months ago. And then it's now into February. The uh, consumption lounge is still not open. Now, they probably wanted to open last month, but then it was uh, coronavirus nine, uh, the Omicron version. And uh, it, it just didn't get it done. You know, I've seen some footage of, of events in, in Chicago area, you know, some cannabis oh, yeah. events, but it's mostly yeah. the parties, but they're always fun. Good yeah, they're, it's, it's the side market. It's the sl- not licensed, but tolerated market that that's uh that's what you see there right exactly that's what i'm saying that's tolerated because local authorities know it's not worth you know that, that's a low hanging crime which or is they're, they're paid off local authorities could also be paid off they could have a ticket you know yeah i mean I, Chicago's I, I guess, a city that likes to say look at you look at what i have look at what i have ah, i wish you got that didn't you they're that's all oklahoma they're, they're not as bad as seattle Give it that. <laughs> Chicago's not as bad as Seattle. Seattle pretentious is some of the snootiest, most pretentious human beings on the planet. We have the freeze. We just don't like anybody. Mm. Yep. Yeah, hey, speaking of the freeze, what about Schumer? 
Schumer. Oh my goodness. Don't we have like a, do we have a bumper of a broken record or like the same thing over and over again? You know, that would be, uh, Oh, hmm? do we have a grand, uh, groundhog day? I, we don't have a groundhog day bumper. We do have, um, this isn't shit. I wasn't expecting. I would say maybe it's uh, trending or actually it would be this. In cannabis history news, Senator Schumer is once again having plans to pass legislation that decriminalize marijuana on a federal level. So here he is. He's at it again. So yeah, he, he's now going past beyond the caca bill that he was supporting. And he's saying descheduling. Descheduling is fantastic. I like to hear the descheduling. That, that would... Do you have any idea how many federal crimes I have to commit in a given day just to do my, my job legally? Um, that, that would go away if it was descheduled. And, uh, do you have any idea how many more subscribers we'd get, or like, I'd be able to actually buy ads on social media as opposed to like, when you're running a cannabis related or ancillary business, you know, you, you pretty much have two businesses. You have the one that people are looking at. That's the cannabis industry lawyer.com. And then you have the law firm that's collateral based.com because that one you can actually buy ads for trying to get like an ad going for Google is impossible. The, uh, the webinar workshop that I'm going to be having, you know, how to fund uh, your cannabis facilities build out using syndication loans. Even LinkedIn told me I couldn't do that. Like, and so when LinkedIn says you're not even allowed to like advertise your stuff, I mean, but if I was saying like, Hey, are you unhappy with, uh, whomever you're married to because she won't let you grow weed outside, get a divorce. Uh, then I could, I could, I could send ads to that all day. That's crazy, dude. Well, and you know, we learned from, uh, uh, what was the, the Kush Kush out here. He used to get dead burner accounts, like an Instagram accounts, just mm -hmm. so he could promote, uh, his main, uh, gig. Wow. So yeah. And you know, it's funny when recently when I was banned from Facebook and Instagram and I got these all these notices saying uh, you can no longer um, have sponsored content. It's like I've never been able to have sponsored content. But <laughs> I'm just glad matter. that Facebook decided that we can actually start growing again. So go over to Facebook.com backslash free THC to see Miggy's dank ass memes. And uh, you'll also be able to watch the show. We broadcast that on there and I put some uh, content from our work on there in case you want to get into the cannabis industry but they finally allowed that to start growing that sucker got to 300,000 likes in around like 2015 got completely shadow banned and then uh just went sideways and then now it's at 315,000 so like uh good yeah. yeah i think it's probably because we started doing this on the show as well and that and you shared that one dank meme well i, I think just the overall interaction with the thing i mean it's just fun to like I've always said, man, this is a heavy, heavy topic. You know, this is just one of those things where uh, it's not fun, you know, yep. Uh, yep. as much as it is to hang out with people and smoke weed all day. <laughs> yep. You know? I tell you, you could have done something with your life, like invaded Europe, you know, but instead just wanted to use cannabis to save the world like an idiot. <laughs> and that's exactly it, right? I mean, this plant is so multi- functioning and it, it not even just the plan itself but the people that are involved I, I it's always interesting to see uh we have some really smart people that follow us on all the platforms right i'm yeah, trying to find watching us are extremely smart i wanted to reiterate that thank you you all smart people that are watching you're all i like to flatter sexy. the audience flatter the audience that's right yeah gets us everywhere flattery will get you everything Hey, I'm looking for. Here we go. I'm oh gonna. Gosh, crowd. Have you lost weight? I, I, I'm especially you, sir. 
You can see you through there. You don't. Damn, girl, that looks so good on you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoa, you're a magnificent, beautiful human being. Hey, speaking of, I'm gonna. I was thinking, you know, we should get more involved in our Discord. You know, like, you know, for content purposes and whatnot. Right. So I'm going to share the link in case people want you to get can, involved. You can manage the Discord. I have to manage the the, the industry because, like, I got to pay for bills and life and stuff. And <laughs> so you can go over to, over to Cannabis Industry Lawyer and join our mastermind program, and we'll build applications for you and other stuff that you need. Uh, that's that's really interesting. I got to do a, another webinar on that because we updated the entire back end uh, of what we do to manage our stuff. And then not only that, there's there's new updates that are coming all the time. Once they get that Google Drive integration on UpCoach, it'll be way easier for us to um, organize our files for our clients. Yeah, I just like the internets. Mm-hmm. You know, did you see that? Uh, there's a story out uh, in Eureka Alert. Uh, long-term cannabis use damages lungs, but in a different way to tobacco. I saw that. What's that about? So what their, their, their argument here by... Uh, um, uh, University of Otago research found. So I don't think this one's a biased uh, article or um, for the most part, mm-hmm. but I think it comes down to just saying, you know, the heat, uh, you know, that most people have been saying for years, um, you know, it's not cancer causing, but it does do damage to the lungs. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like the respiratory and how, how the lungs digest oxygen and whatnot. I mean, it's very technical and very heady, but also, you know, it's not a reason to put people behind bars, right? We got tobacco out there. Uh, you know, we people are going to damage their bodies anyways. Like, it's not us to judge. <laughs> yep, yep. I know, I know, right? That's uh, what happens. But uh, you know, I, I, I even deleted my uh, news alert that I get for cannabis legalization, so I don't have much to add. You know, kind of sucks. Guess kind of screwed us over on that one. Yeah, I mean, he totally nailed the conversation because, you know, there's only so much you and I can do because we're not professional growers. You know, I yeah. we don't grow on, on, on the like, I wish, and that's the one thing I like have respect for guys who've been doing this, like Chad Westport and all these guys that, oh, yeah. you know, they, they see a nug. That's got a channel now. Huh? Chad's got a channel. You should check it out. Go oh, check out he? Chad Westport's channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just one totally. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that, there's, the guy gave a lot of roses, all the guys that have been there, you know, Jorge Cervantes, you know, Ed Rosenthal. Uh, you know, these guys, you know, the only reason why we know who they are is because they spoke out when they weren't supposed to. And I'd imagine they have phenomenal weed, right? Like, why wouldn't, I love they? The, huh? yeah. why wouldn't they have phenomenal weed? What's you know, saying? Like, I'm not the guy to have, have that. phenomenal weed. My life is going to have less meaning, you know? <laughs> I mean, especially when you're, like, that's your, how you're known as a grower. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not really a grower. I'm more of a shower, but, um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, there's there's a lot going on in the world. You know, there's not just and I say we wait on that story and do that. That story should be our uh, main story for next one, because we fucked up the SEO on this and it wasn't our fault. But uh, yeah, yeah. See, we have Jamie C out there saying I've been cultivating cannabis since 1978. Still learn something new each week. Now, that would have been nice get for a show. You know, somebody who's been growing weed for 45 years to walk us through. Each single one. And that's what we were supposed to rank for as to the search term. But now it's not going to happen. Well, they didn't, the thing about growing, too, is, you know, there's a the running joke. Uh, if you ask a grower who grows the best weed, they're going to tell you it's them. So, yeah. you know, there's so many ways that the plant can be approached. And this is another reason why home grow is so essential. It's just knowledge for the consumer. You know, if I could brew my own beer, 
that'd be interesting, but I know it takes way too much time that I want to devote. You know, right. <laughs> a plant, whereas you can just growing yeah. beer is, but then like the growing the plant takes at least as much time. It's oh, less, sure. messy, I'd say, to a certain extent, because you just have to like mix up the water and then defoliate and, and train the plant a little bit, as opposed to like cooking up a big kettle of mash. I mean, like, think about trying to make a beer. Uh, that would take such type of equipment and stuff. You know, you'd have to have like a big pot and then you'd have to have a fermenting room and then you'd have to clean all that stuff and bottle it. Screw all that noise. But uh, hey, there's some interesting news out of Wisconsin that I saw as well. And because people say we don't talk about Wisconsin and that's true because it sucks. But, uh, you know, Wisconsin also has a governor who's decent and he's vetoed a GOP bill because Wisconsin's so crooked that they've, uh, despite it being a 51-49 split between Democrats and Republicans, the uh, Republicans in the legislature have made it impossible for them to lose the legislature. It's hilarious. So the governor in Wisconsin vetoed a bill that would have significantly ramped up criminal penalties for people who use butene or other fuels to extract weed. So Governor Tony wow. Evers supports cannabis legalization and he shut down that uh, that law that would have made it punishable by up to 15 years in prison, which uh, was up from a maximum three and a half year prison sentence. And I don't understand the class E felony versus class I felony or class one felony because I'm not a criminal lawyer. Yeah. If you have contracts and you need to sue on them or you just need to draft them, then I can help you. But I don't do crimes. Well, it's, you know, I'm. This is a hard one too for the extraction one. I personally felt that not so much punishment, but there should be. Because uh, I've seen some people. You've seen the the old stories where people like blew up whole apartments. You mm-hmm. know, so there's got to be like at least some regulation on that one. Like, I'd rather not everybody have a propane tank in their fucking apartment just to just to blow out a bunch of rosin or whatever. Not rosin, a uh, BHO. You know, and then and then you got to put that into a oven to to heat and, and burn off the butane. So yep. it's a very involved process that you yeah. know, don't YouTube it. <laughs> don't YouTube it. Uh, ethanol extraction is a fairly involved process, too. But, uh, hey, Carl Baker keeps us posted on the cost to make a good setup to get a stout uh, created is nuts. And I bet it is. I mean, like creating money to get a brewery going. Uh, it's probably got to be close to getting money to getting a craft grow going, but it, then it just depends on how big your canopy is and how large you have to make the facility. Well, uh, and- what about Digital Revolution? He's a member, so we answer questions for members. Consider joining a membership if you want questions answers. Uh, your thoughts on Ohio's future of recreational cannabis? Uh, it will happen. And then they yeah. will have more dispensaries. Ohio's medical cannabis is growing extremely fast, like 10% a month. So they're about, they just awarded 73 new dispensary licenses. I am anticipating and hopeful for a cultivation round in this year prior to it going full rec. It may happen. It may not happen, but I think they're going to legalize it uh, with the election this fall. Unlike Florida, who won't? Well, they just uh, were able to meet the signatures, right? And that's, I think that says a lot. Like first they were denied and they came back with a vengeance and said, yes, we, we, we will get this passed. No, I thought Florida missed their signature. No, no, no. Or Ohio. Ohio Ohio missed their their signatures. Ohio made their signatures. Florida missed them is what I thought. No, Florida or not. Ohio did both. They first missed it, and then it came back with uh, um, the amount amount they needed. So um, I think it just says a lot. No, I see. This is from a few weeks ago. Florida marijuana activists pivot to 2024 because they have not been able to get their um, their signatures done. 
So that that's probably what the problem is in Florida. So I don't think Florida is going to legalize. And I thought that was reported on more more recently than marijuana moment. But uh, Florida ballot cannabis. They, I think they call it marijuana in Florida in uh, 2022. And then it failed. News. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. So they, they missed it. That's Florida's it. Florida, though, man. You know, they got so many special interests involved in that, that area. Yeah. And so they failed. The, the cutoff was February 1st. And they did not have enough signatures to make it on there. They needed 222,898 signatures. And they weren't able to get that much. So that's it's too bad. Florida will continue to be uh, a monopoly. But there are 19 uh, super licenses that should be coming online. So I hope to do some work and win some licenses in Florida. Ohio is going to have it this year, I hope. Ohio is going to legalize it with this election. I think Missouri and Ohio are going to legalize it. But uh, Florida, no. You know what's cool about this plant, too? Once you learn more about it and understand with it, because, again, we're not at the level, but some people are at the level where they can do bonsais with this damn thing, man. Like, yeah. It's an amazing plant that, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of time to, to get acquainted with it, to, to get to this level, you know, like... Right, I can't. I can't even make it big enough. Jesus, never mind. Take that back. <laughs> but I, I just think you know, because uh, now the growing topic was growing, and uh, you and I are definitely by far not bonsai level. But the fact that you can, I think, is amazing. Well, I'm just I'm happy that they allow us to do it as a medical patient in Illinois, and then they may allow it for all adults in Illinois, and that'd be great. I don't think. I mean, I do buy less weed because I uh, am able to, to home grow. Hey, Miggy, why don't you do the name that strain for you today? See this one? All right, let's 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 hear that. Last time I did this, I wanted to put my hand behind it, but oh wait, wait, oh shit! God damn it, that is not that is not working out, and I can't turn the lights on in here. God damn it! Hold on a second. Let me see if I can bring this bad boy closer. Oh, never mind. Are we technical difficulties? Yeah. I will tell you what I'm smoking. Can you <laughs> turn off the green screen? I can't because of where I'm at right now. Okay. But uh, well, if you turned off your green screen, that because like weed, you might not know this is green. It would. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's pink taco. Pink taco. We didn't even have a chance to name that strain, but that's all right. I never. Well, it's just. Pink taco bad sorry you know what i do love the new like ghosty effect here i feel like a jedi oh well you are a jedi and so that's there's that aspect of it as well (laughs) come on guys don't forget to give those thumbs up for miggy's being a jedi hey what else you got going on uh what else do we have going on i i found out what the word titty nope means and so i did not know uh, that there was a word called titty nope and i still don't think there is i still think that titty nope is essentially um a joke that somebody invented uh, years ago for meaning a very uh, abstract thing, even though it is a noun. And then they just, they reused it in that movie that I watched called Nobody uh, with uh, Odenkirk. I can't remember. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. He's, he's a good movie. It was a good movie. Um, But anyway, titty nope, not a real word in my opinion. Titty nope. All right. What do you think it means? Yeah. Yeah, This guy, <laughs> yep. You know what's funny? I thought about that like after I bought it too. And you know, today I was like thinking, man, 
it's funny. I think TikTok's funny. And if you don't know what it is, you can Google it. Um, but uh I, I I think at first I was like, man, maybe growers should get more invented with their names, less uh sexually. But then again, it's a grown-up consumption thing anyway. So what's the point of why can't growers be a little funny? Have a little haha. True, but like we don't call well, I guess maybe you do. I don't know. Like, do you name yeah, there's a drink named Sex on the Beach, right? Yeah, that's a drink. And so there you go. Blow job. Yeah. So, that's a so drink. Job is a shot. Oh my God. Yes. I haven't heard of that being a shot in forever because I have not been uh, drinking underage in many years. And so, um, yeah, but again, that, we, the popularity of that shot declines precipitously <laughs> as you move from 20 to 40. Yeah. That's true. Or Long Island iced teas. You used to think that was badass because you've had so much alcohol in there, but really, you just. It's really, it's just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just disgusting. It's like the titty note of cocktails. You ever uh, go to 7-Eleven, you used to call them city suicides, where you get like a little bit of everything? Oh, gosh. That was always a bad idea. And yeah, yeah. so I would see people doing that. Oh, my goodness. I don't recommend it. It's all good. Hey, Protopipe hit its 50-year mark. Who? You don't know what a Protopipe is? Nope. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so like as a young stoner, this one of my first pipes. Have you seen these? No. So let me uh, mute this audio. Can you Please hear that? Do. I cannot. Oh, well, if you can't hear it, then nobody can hear it. <laughs> um, but, like, this pipe, it's 50 years old. That's the inventor. But I used to use these as a young, right there. So that's a little chamber in the back where you can mm-hmm. stash your on-the-go. That's where you put uh, You can pop out the center that cleans yep. the, for the screen. Comes with a built-in poker. Uh, this poker. thing, I used to carry these in cross country. So as a young buck, I would travel on train and, uh, uh, that would be good enough for like maybe a couple of days where you could stash inside there. Cause I consumed less because it was harder to get. So you kind of savored it. But, uh, uh, I used to carry weed with me, uh, back and forth from East coast to West coast. And I would barter with things, you know, like, Hey, I got a nug. If I can do things with you, I mean, it's better than cash sometimes. Uh, it used to be. I'm not sure if it still is. You know, now that it's just it's omnipresent, it's like, hey, uh, want some weed? No, I already got some. Yeah. Well, again, depends on the state, right? I bet you Kentucky, you can still barter with it, or bet you can. Well, in Kentucky, you can still barter with untaxed liquor, and we don't Mm. support untaxed liquor. You know, uh, pay your taxes, get a license. But prohibition states, though, overall, right? Like, like Idaho. I mean, again, it's all about the risk and reward, and the law makes it more valuable than what it has to be. <laughs> right. You know, the law makes it more valuable than it has to be. That's absolutely true. Uh, there is some uh, zany news that I see from my review of the marijuana moment. What's that? Hey, it's me, cannabis industry lawyer Tom Howard. We're telling you that uh, this new study is saying that you should not feed weed to donkeys. So a new study has found that feeding donkeys fresh marijuana buds is inadvisable, according to a new study that looked at novel cases of cannabis toxicosis in two equines. This was published in the Journal of Veterinary Diagnostic Investigations, and they interviewed what happened after a Jack and a Jenny. Do you know what a Jack and Jenny are, uh, Miggy? Boy and girl, I imagine. Yes, it is a respective terms for male and female donkeys respectively. Uh, They were fed a few grams of cannabis, and the donkey's symptoms sounded like 
what happens when a person takes an edible that's too strong. They presented lethargic symptoms, and they lasted approximately 44 hours. The, lo- the younger Jenny was eventually taken to the hospital. Uh, and then the study says both recovered uneventfully within 24 hours of peak effects. This, of course, is uh, silly in the sense that they were fed a few grams of cannabis being legally grown for human consumption, in which sounds like they have been fed THCA. Uh, this The dubious nature of this study would be cast into effect on that, because if you could just eat weed, uh, you're not going to get high. Like if you have a gram of weed, it probably has, you know, it might be 30% THCA and 1% THC. So you're actually talking, let's say it's one gram, uh, and then that would be, what's 1% of one gram? 10 grams? No, milligrams, milligrams. 10 milligrams, right? Yeah. So it would be maybe one edible. But that's, how many grams did they say that they fed them? A few grams. And these are Jack and Jenny donkeys. Come on. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, you bring up a great point. Uh, uh, Dave, I think his name is Wazinski from uh, Safer, Arizona. Uh, Years ago, he ate a pound live, like, on Facebook Live. Like, that was a whole. probably pooped like a champ tomorrow. Oh, it was. I mean. So fibery. just, Just fiber. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the whole thing, too. It was like, you know, it's a, again, I'm much do about nothing. You know, we we're like, okay, he's going to eat a pound, have horrible poops, not get really high. Right. I mean, it defeats the whole. But again, why? Why? But you, you drink a, a pound of alcohol, you could die. You could, depending on what it is. Well, I don't know about that. Um, Hard liquor. I mean, I, I had a friend. Sure, sure. But then, like, how much does a pound weigh? I guess a pound is 453 grams. A fifth is 750 grams or milliliters. And so that would be more than a pound. I bet there are alcoholics out there that can put away a bottle of vodka a day. Oh, God, I'm sure. Put away a bottle of vodka, you know. I'm thinking about the kids, man. It's all about the kids. Yes. Well, somebody please do something about our children. They are terrible. They're just running roughshod over everything. And then they turn into assholes when they become older. It's just who is who's raising these people? Americans. Oh, we're fucked. We are fucked. Americans are raising people. Yeah. Oh, don't forget, you do get a participation trophy for being an American. I have several of them. That's given. Yeah. I got a whole shelf of them. Really? Participation trophies? Yeah, I try a lot. That's good. I'm glad that you're out there doing things. Oh, are you going to show us how to grow it? We do not. <laughs> uh, no, no, that guest is not going to be on the show again. We intend to do the show on this and because this is an SEO good thing. So if there is a, a grower that's reputable and keeps their deadlines, uh, that wants to, co- and commercial operator as well, that wants to come on and do a complete deep dive over the course of an hour of first to do this, and then you're in this point, and then you're in that point, uh, and then we would discuss the whole life cycle of the plant that we love so much. I think that would be good content, and it would be SEO friendly. Well, and everybody has their own practices and, and ways to do things. I saw a really cool one out here on the east side years ago. Uh, when recreational was uh, happening. And uh, on the east side, there's a very hard soil, kind of like clay in, in certain parts. And so this guy found a spot near the river. So there was river water, but hard clay in the dirt. So they dug out these six-foot hole, six-foot wide holes and filled it with their dirt and then used that as the like a pot for, you know, it was outdoor growing. I thought it was brilliant because the clay itself, you know, the roots, you know, it's all about the root ball how big the, the plant gets, you know, um, you start with the germination, then you, from there, you plant it into a little pot. Some people start with the big pot already and just work their way up. 
uh, I don't have the space, so I kind of got to nurture it on its way up. Plus, I've screwed so many up that I want to tend to it because I'm not that good yet. You, they need a lot of attention. They do. They need attention. They need time. And uh, they need practice. And so that's one of the things that's going to be really fun to watch the guys be able to farm commercially in Illinois as more and more of these things get stood up in the future. Because there's 40 of them, and then there'll be another 60, hopefully by summer. We'll see. Uh, and and at least then there's like that many licenses in Illinois. It, the problem then becomes how do you buy in or buy out? uh on there and that's just going to be operational and so some people do great some people won't i mean essentially this this whole video turns one big clickbait because our guest flaked on us because like he would have more insight about how to grow you know we want to come from personal home grow experiences and a lot of mine is just like fingers crossed and hope it just doesn't die mm-hmm. yeah i tell you what it is yeah no one mentioned anything that's right uh no one mentioned anything about what deed pot light uh, yeah. And then sometimes the comments don't make sense. Yeah. Sometimes I think a lot of our comments are actually bots. Like some of the people that are in the live chat, I swear to God, I think you're bots. If well, you're no, not, I'm sorry that I thought you were an Android. There's that. But also, I think Twitter ruined a lot of people's like conversation skills. You know, uh, I see a lot of my kids too. Whereas I have to do a whole full sentence when I'm telling you to do something. Whereas it's like hieroglyphics that I get from him. Or sometimes in our threads, chats, it's like, a person will like say 10 things and I'm supposed to read all 10 things at once to make one thought, man, that's just too much, dude. You can't, people don't know how to convey an idea mm-hmm. in a sentence. Or two. Nope. They do not. And some, sometimes reading things are just kind of hilarious, but you know, that's what I do for a, a living. I read a lot and, and I write a lot and then I have to read more stuff and then you have to do forms. And so right now I'm working on the social equity applicant proof of residency and income for Connecticut. Cause they, Let's let's go out for let's let's do some of the work that I usually do. So this is a social equity income verification revised on uh, January the 14th uh, from the state of Connecticut. You need to provide all of this uh, documentation so that you can uh, evidence to the social equity council that shall review the ownership information and any other information necessary. Uh, and and so now I'm, I'm putting all these documents together. I'm making a nice cover sheet because this is what regulations look like. Uh, and then I can I can just see the application in the future, mostly because I do also have um, access to what the application does include and all the regs that are there. So uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Connecticut's website. I think is New Jersey your, has a much better to use website. Is that your check the box regulation that you talk about? Uh, no, uh, Connecticut is not check the box regulation. Connecticut looks like it's a complete application regulation. Hey, uh, just came across the story. So, like, if people wonder, like, how to look up, like, weed stuff. So, like, you know, it's really easy to, like, find out topical things. You know, I, the the SEO is not a uh, a magic, like, secret out there as far as, like, how yeah, to draw eyes. Westport on the show. Because he's got a new, he's actually got a program now. So, like, yeah, Dad used to, he, sometimes you'll see, you'll still see him pop in. I mean, I'm yeah. hiring somebody to help me, you know, book guests. Not this guy, not the guy that we had this time, you know, but I bet Chad would actually show up and then I think he so. knows how to grow so he could do the thing. No, he's fucking, he's called a lot of good shit. Uh, but check this out though. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys ever do things as far as like, uh, because I've been providing content for so long, this is how I do some of the stuff I do, research rise. So this is the Google News section. You know, if you just do a Google, Google News search, 
know, I'm typing marijuana. But this one in particular I want to talk about. MGH claims breakthrough in detecting a marijuana impairment. So I thought that was kind of interesting to before we take off. But cannabis impairment, you know, it's going to be one of those issues that we still have to deal with. Like our five nanogram law is not good <laughs> here, man. But apparently they have some sort of drug recognition expert. Just another BS because we don't know what t- high is when we talk about high. High is not like in the movies and, and, and stupid ass 60s things where people like yeah. smoke a joint and be like, uh, I'm not functional today. It's not heroin. It's not alcohol because it's schedule one. Yeah, but it's still schedule one. That's what sucks. It's not heroin. It's not alcohol. It's schedule one, though. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't be because that's terrible. It's almost as bad as the word titty nope. And then if you guys have been joining us for this whole thing, smash them likes, click subscribe. You probably already have. But, you know, here is what a titty nope is. A titty nope is a small quantity of anything left over, whether a few beans on a dinner plate or the dregs at the bottom of the cup. Uh, and so the waiter says, sometimes I wonder if we could put our titty nopes to better use. And the sommelier says we could put the little plate of titty nopes in the compost heap and put the beverage titty nopes together to make a cop- uh, cocktail. You see, that's it's clearly a made up word. It clearly has to be made up word, but it's a small <laughs> quantity of anything left over. Uh, and, and there's no way in hell it's it's an actual word. But that's that's what I've heard. It was on Murderville. It was also on the movie uh, Nobody. I'm assuming somebody in Hollywood is just having a field day with titty nope right now. Yeah, it's a word now, man. Word now, word now. That's why you tune in. That's why you tune in. Yeah. I mean, hashtag titty nope. Yep. <laughs> we got going on today, man. I don't know. I guess Sam Quick's going to be following up with us. Sweet. So yeah, I don't know. I like to help the vets in the area simply because there has not been a craft grow uh, issued to Peoria yet. So if I can find nice. the right social equity applicant uh, in the Peoria area. I think we can put together a loan to get that thing funded and build out the stuff, but you just got to screen for assholes. It's hard screening for assholes, man. Every day. It's a Google Every search, day. Right? Every day. That's right. Yeah. If you're going to invest in the business, let's see your resume. Come on. What do you mean you have no LinkedIn page? Or internet presence. I mean, at this point, everybody's going to have a Facebook page, uh, an article they've written, something. Professor Bugsby or Kevin Jodry, uh, those people are ex- amazing guests. I just don't know if we could book them. I mean, maybe maybe we can. I, I did meet Kevin when I was getting my uh, GAN GA certification, but we'll ask him. You know, and br- sure Professor Bugsby is just, he knows, he has forgotten more about the plant than I'll ever know, you know? Well, when we talked about with Ed Rosenthal, you know, he's talking about infusing Kool-Aid in a goddamn strain just to see if he can turn the, the leaves color. I mean, that's it was cool, man. And if you want to know about more growing, check out our Ed Rosenthal episode. He does talk about some stuff. He does. In South Carolina news, it looks like uh, the competitive uh, the compassionate care bill in South Carolina is going to get some more debate on Tuesday. According to one of the people watching right now, I remember uh, Ina. Good luck, SC. Good luck. I mean, yeah. every state has a, a thing. You know, normal is a good resource. We want to look into what your state's going on. Yeah, it is. And then just get involved. You know, you guys yes. have a lot more influence over this process than, you know, uh, it really, it's something that uh, I didn't I didn't think of. But uh, after being in it for a bit. Register to vote. God damn it. Tips for first time growers. Check your water's pH. Make sure that you're not killing your plants with your water. Then make sure your dirt's ready, too, before you pop the seeds. You know, that's why I was talking about getting prepping first, because 
once you pot the seeds and then you want to rush to get into like your the pots and everything, you don't want to rush. Jeremy from Build the Soil would be a good guest as well. Like we should talk about soil with, Jer- with Jeremy from Build the Soil. You know, because like they have a bazillion million subscribers. We have seven, maybe eight, you know. Uh, they might want to come on the show. Well, we can also bring on Rob and the, the his fam. You know, they were on here all the time in the chat room in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But now they've they've gotten pretty big too. And we have one of the viewers with one of the worst things that uh, was ever quoted by uh, Dick Nixon's policy guy, Mister Ehrlichman. You know, so it was we could make it illegal to be the war or black. You can't make it illegal to be against the war. You know that 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 war being Vietnam, and so you couldn't make it illegal to be against Vietnam or being black, but. By getting the public to associate hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. So hippies and black people were being disrupted intentionally by the Nixon administration's war on drugs. And it's still the gosh darn law. Still. And that's why we're censored. Well, it, the irony, too, of prohibition itself, like, you know, this this thing that was created to, to control people and it just spread so bad the fact that it was a bad law now it just affects everybody equally. It F's us all equally almost. It does. It does. Unless putting in neighborhoods though and states. So yeah. Really no, if you want us to go and have one of your strains for name that strain, send us some nug shots. It's 420 binary at gmail.com. Or you could uh, hit me up on Instagram at cannabis industry lawyer. Uh, you can also head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash free THC. And if you are interested in getting into the cannabis industry, you're an entrepreneur and you want to get a license, head on over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and see if you're qualified. Well, with that, I think we did a basically a whole hour. Yeah, you got to watch out for that one. That one's made for three people. Yeah, that's what he said. But, hey, you know, the last thing that we always like to do before we wrap it up, uh, shout out to all the members. Thank you so much for doing that, for, for subscribing and for tuning in. Uh, We'll see you on Wednesday with a much better episode of Cannabis Legalization (laughs) News. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for hanging. I was left on a prom date, dude. Yeah, well, he won't be back. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for hanging, everybody. Love this. Yep.